0: Hello again. This is Roberta Lee, the author of The Language of Tarot. It's been a while since I finished podcasting the cards of the Major Arcana, and I want to give you an important update on The Language of Tarot, as well as adding to this channel with another portion of the book. I'll be reading part of Chapter 3 in a minute, the portion that explains the basics of presenting a multi-card tarot reading. We'll be looking at the things you should look for to get a feel for the overall tone of a reading before you say a word to the seeker, the building blocks of a good, nuanced reading that will be of the most benefit to the seeker. And those are all things that apply to any reading you give, on any subject, and using any card layout. Before I get started on that, I want to let you know that the language of Tarot is now available as a beautifully bound traditional book on my website, robertaleart.com, as well as on amazon.com. It is also available, but only on my website, in several different file formats as an ebook. The bound version of the book is 6 by 9 inches, 449 pages, with over 300 illustrations, and I will hand-sign each copy purchased from my website. The cost is $27.99 plus four ninety-five shipping, and you can use fast, safe PayPal for the transaction. If you've enjoyed this podcast, I hope you will come and buy the complete book. There is a PDF of the table of contents on this feed and on my website as well, so that you can see how much is covered in the book, and I will be adding to this feed periodically with more excerpts as well. Now let's talk about how to begin a multi-card tarot reading. Steps that are the same, no matter which spread you use. The Language of Tarot contains detailed instructions and multiple examples of four different tarot spreads. And you begin each of them the same way. Once the seeker has mixed the cards, as I explain in detail in Chapter 1 of The Language of Tarot, and you have laid the cards out, But before you begin speaking, take a moment to look over the reading and ask yourself a few basic questions. You will find that these are the same questions you need to ponder at the start of any multi-card tarot reading. First, there is the overall tone of the reading. The reading's tone refers to if it leads to a positive or a troubled conclusion and the proportion of optimistic or negative cards in the overall reading. It's easy to judge the tone of a reading if you look quickly at all the cards and ask yourself if you are seeing mostly positive or negative cards. Notice well which way the flow of the reading goes, from an optimistic beginning to a disappointing ending Vice versa, or if the entire reading is made up of cards of success or of disillusionment. Next, look for a preponderance of a particular suit, type, or number in a reading. After you appraise the overall tone of the reading, next consider the degree to which any one suit or type of card dominates. Are most of the cards wands, cups, swords, or pentacles? or is there a mix of suits present what about major or minor arcana cards do either type dominate the reading alternately are there more than one court or other people cards see the section of the language of tarot on significators in chapter 1 for an explanation of what people cards are in tarot remember that any reading heavy with major arcana cards, should be considered a more significant, weighted oracle. If you see two or more minor arcana cards bearing the same number, look at the beginning of each card's section in Chapter 5 of the Language of Tarot for a synopsis of the energy of each number. A lot of aces, for example, tells you that a situation is in its beginning, formative stages, while multiple fives indicate struggle. And if you see two or more tens in any reading, then you are looking at a situation that is in its concluding stages. Do the same should any suit be disproportionately represented. Go to that suit's overview in Chapter 1. Each suit represents a different sphere of influence, and readings heavy in any one suit refer to a particular type of situation. One about enthusiasm and activity. Wands. Emotion and Relationships, Cups, Will and Determination, Swords, or Physical Resources and Security, Pentacles. If you see two or more cards which can be taken to represent people, then understand that the situation the seeker has asked about will be influenced by them and know that you will need to work with the seeker to discover who these people are then you should decide if there are mostly upright or reversed cards in a reading. A preponderance of reversed cards in any reading, and by that I mean more than half, can indicate that there is a great deal of emotion, confusion, and or nervous energy around the matter at hand. Some cards are, of course, more positive when reversed, showing someone addressing and dealing with an issue. Even so, the reversals still indicate the presence of those issues and the unavoidable stress that facing them head on brings a wise reader responds to a large number of reversed cards in any reading by recognizing that the seeker's question is creating stress twists and turns and probably an emotional roller coaster Work that awareness into your reading, and remember to be reassuring, reminding the seeker that change always brings a certain amount of chaos along with it. That's inevitable, natural, and not to be feared or allowed to become a force of negativity. Another useful tool is to check for card combinations in a reading. Appendix 1 of The Language of Tarot is a useful guide to groupings of cards that deal with similar issues or different facets of the same issue. Awareness of these card combinations and learning to recognize them in readings takes time, but even a beginning reader will see the most obvious points in common between certain cards. The Two of Cups and the Lovers, for example, are very similar cards in appearance and meaning, as are the Nine and Ten of Swords. Whenever such closely related cards are present in the same reading, see it as the oracle underlining that part of the reading or placing it in bold type in order to call attention to it. Give that facet of the reading extra attention and time. Begin and end your reading with that theme. Now let's consider how to present a multi-card tarot reading and specifically how to start a reading. Once you've given the cards an appraisal, looking for the overall tone and any patterns in the cards as we've just discussed, you are ready to begin the reading. Begin by emphasizing any pattern you see so that the seeker knows that there is a theme to the reading. This should address her question directly. For example, if she is asked a relationship question and you see not only cards that are about romance, but also that the reading has an upbeat tone, you could begin by saying, I see that this reading is indeed about your relationship with your boyfriend, and there's a lot of positive energy in this reading. By doing this, you first of all reassure the seeker immediately that the oracle has indeed heard her question and responded to it. You also give her some good news right away. Remember that seekers are often anxious about a reading and will very much appreciate knowing that you see mostly positive news. Were the reading not so sunny... You might wish to begin this way instead. I see that this is a reading about your relationship with this person, and I further can tell that there are a lot of questions in your mind about this. You may be feeling pretty stressed by it. He may be feeling conflicted or confused right now as well. Suppose you see a disproportionate number of major arcana cards in a reading. Remember, there are 40 minor arcana cards, and sixteen court cards, but only twenty-two major arcana cards. So a disproportionate number of major arcana. So a disproportionate number of major arcana is logically anything over one quarter of the total number of cards in any reading. If that is the case, then you should start there and say, "I see that there's a lot of intense and serious energy around your question. This looks like a pretty big deal." If there are many cards in a reading that appear to refer to people, you need to get that settled right away. Sometimes it's very difficult to tell if what you are looking at is a lot of different people, multiple facets of one or two people, or, in the case of pages or nights, children, messages, or simply movement on a matter. Be direct. Say something like, it looks to me as I take my first look at your reading that there may be other people very much involved in this situation and possibly what happens will be up to them. We need to talk about that though because this could also show one person who is wearing a lot of different hats acting on this in various ways. Let's discuss who else besides yourself might be affecting this situation. Occasionally you will be faced with a reading that appears not to be about the seeker's question at all. Remember that the oracle will speak about the issue it feels is most pressing. And it can also happen that the seeker's mind is actually not on the question she asked anyway. You need to tackle this right away, at the very beginning of the reading. Put it as clearly as you can. For example, I know you're asked about your relationship with this person, but I see a lot of cards about security, money, financial matters in this reading. Could the oracle want to talk about something else? Or... Is your relationship with this person also very much tied up with money matters? In all of the above examples, the point is the same. Start off with the most obvious thing you see about the reading. Don't launch right into interpretations of each card. Begin with an overview, a theme, and a general tone of the cards you see before you. If you can offer the seeker any sort of reassurance or good news... Get right to that. Don't keep her hanging on until the end of the reading. Suspense can turn into fear, and you can lose a seeker's attention if you refuse to provide a pretty quick synopsis of the reading. Now let's consider the heart of a reading. Once you have handled the beginning of the reading, start going over each card in the order in which it was added to the reading, being sure to keep explaining recurring patterns or themes. This is the flow of the reading, where you explain to the seeker that each card implies something and where they fall in the spread is also significant. Remember that seekers don't know that. They're looking at the cards on the table and they don't see a pattern and they don't understand why they're laid out in the order that they are you need to explain that it has meaning. Finally, a few words about ending a reading. Readings should end with a summary of the entire reading as well as some guidance to the seeker. Remember that there is an implied question underlying every reading. No matter what question the seeker has asked, she is also asking how her own best interest can be served, how to wrest a positive outcome from her present situation or how to make the best of a potentially negative outcome. You will notice that the specific card interpretations in chapter 5, 6, and 7 of the language of tarot for each card when it falls in the outcome position of any spread are similar to the specific meaning supplied when a card is read as advice. The oracle is giving guidance throughout the reading, but this is even truer for the outcome. It's where the oracle focuses on how the seeker can best support her own goals, protect her interests, and align herself correctly with the situation, rather than trying to fight against it. A good reading, in other words, should not only be about what will happen, as about how to get there, or how to understand use, or, in the case of highly negative outcomes, survive that potential future. Well, I hope you are enjoying this podcast. I want to personally invite you to come and be my fan on Facebook. Simply search for Roberta Lee and click on Become a Fan. It's that easy. Facebook is now where I post updates, photos, and where you can comment and ask questions directly of me, all of which... I promise, I do try to answer. And please, recommend the language of Tarot to your friends. That is the best advertising money can't buy. Thank you so much for listening.